0: You are listening to Haftura, the Sheer series where we explore the connections between the Parsha Shavuot and its corresponding Haftorah. And here at the Database of Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, this week's Parsha is Parsha Tzav. However, the Shabbos is going to be Shabbos HaGadah, which means that the Haftorah for Tzav will be replaced by the unique Haftarah for Shabbos HaGadah, which comes to us from Sefer Malachi. Malachi is the final of all of the Nevi'im and the final of the Tre'asar, the 12 smaller-sized prophets of our canon. And the chapter that we read actually is the very final chapter in all of Navi. It is Parak Gimel in Malachi, and it starts with Pasuk Dalad over there, so three four, and it goes all the way to Pasuk Chav Dalad, the ends of the parak, the ends of the sefer, um, the ends of Navi. So it's Pasuk twenty four over there. But another unique feature of the Haftarah is that we do not actually conclude the Haftarah with that final pasuk, but we conclude it with the penultimate pasuk. That is because a rule in public readings of liturgy. We do not um, finish a public reading on a negative note. We always finish it on a positive note, or at least we try to as much as possible. And for that reason, we read the penultimate Pusuk. And um, perhaps in the future, we'll devote an episode on the podcast, a share on the podcast, to discuss other scenarios, other rare scenarios where we read the penultimate Pusuk and not the final Pusuk to end off the, uh, the, re- the public reading. But that is not the only unique feature of this Haftarah. Another unique feature of this Haftarah is that we find in this Haftarah another rare scenario where this Haftarah actually does not correspond to a Maftir that is read in the Kriyasa Torah. Often the terms Maftir and Haftarah are used synonymously or interchangeably. But if you are being technical, the Maftir is the eighth Aliyah that's read uh, for the Kriya Satura of Shabbos, or if it's on a Yom Tov, it's going to be whatever. It so it'll be the, the fifth, uh, it'll be the, the sixth aliyah, and so on and so forth. On Yom Kippur, it'd be the seventh, and again, so on and so forth, depending on when the Kriya Satura is, whatever the final aliyah is, that is the Maftir. And usually, the Haftarah corresponds to the Maftir. However, in this scenario, we have uh, a similar situation to let's say a Machar Chodesh as the only other one that I could think of that's like this where we don't have a Maftir that corresponds to the Haftarah. When it's Rosh Chodesh we have a special Rosh Chodesh Aliyah for the Maftir and then we have a special Haftarah for Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. But when it's Machar Chodesh, when Sunday is going to be Rosh Chodesh we have a special Haftarah but there isn't a Maftir that corresponds to it. So we have a similar situation here when it comes to Shabbos HaGadol. All Shabbos HaGadol tells us is that the very next week, within the week, will be Pesach. And Shabbos HaGadol is always the last Shabbos before Pesach. And we devoted a shir in the past on Real Talk Torah, on that series, to discuss what is the, the meaning of the name Shabbos HaGadol. We saw and surveyed several Mepharshim based on Rav Menachem Kasher's essay in his Torah Shleimah Very comprehensive, we went through all the different... Approaches as to why it's called and one of them is actually connected to the Haftarah that we're about to discuss. But something to consider is why we don't have a um, a Maftir that corresponds to this particular reading. Perhaps a question that we can ask for Machar Chodesh as well. Um, but um, perhaps the start to an answer is that if it's really all about Pesach, right? If if uh, Sagadol is about Pesach, we really covered practically. All there really is to say. If you would choose a single piece of Parsha Hashavua from Chumash to read for the Maftir, we really read that all in in Parshas HaChodesh um, with HaChodesh HaZelachem Parak Yed Bez in in, uh, in Shmos, in Parshas Bo, which has all the Hilchos Pesach. So all of that's really covered. Now, what that tells us, perhaps, then, is that really Shabbos Hagadol and its Haftara has a little bit different of a message than you might have thought, right? We were thinking that, okay, well, everything should be about Pesach now, right? And that's what Shabbos Haggadol usually means, right? The Shabbos Haggadol drasha is going to revolve around Pesach. And, the, and, all, and all the different reasons connected to Pesach, why the Shabbos is called Shabbos Haggadol, might make you think that there should be an intrinsic connection to Pesach, unless perhaps there's something else here. Because if you look through the body of the Haftar that we actually read, for Shabbos HaGadol from Sefer Malachi We will not really find any references to Pesach And yet there are passages in Navi that do talk about Pesach And some of them make it into the Haftaras on Pesach itself That being said, then what is the actual message of Shabbos HaGadol? What is the what is being brought to our attention at this time? So before we get into all of that um, I'll just dedicate this shir And as we take a look at this uh, piece from Malachi, which is our haftarah this week, it is not the first time that we are looking in, say, for Malachi. The last time we had Malachi as a haftarah was for Parshas Toldos. And um, throughout, Sefer for Bratish, we found quite a few haftarahs that were featured from the Treyasers. So Toldos was from Malachi. Um, the haftarah for Vayetzeh was from Hosea. For Vayishlach was from Ovadia. For Vayesha was from Amos. The haftarah for Shabbos Chanukah was from Zecharia. And we'll see in the future a couple of other Haftaras that are going to be from the Treyasar. Um, I won't spoil them now. Um, but something to consider, again, is the absence of Pesach in this particular Haftara. And then considering that, then what is the Haftara really about? And uh, what is this Shabbos really about? So we begin the, the Haftara with the, uh, the hope that, that we're going to return to a time Whereas the Pasuk says, the very first Pasuk, Ve'arva minchas Yehuda Which means that it should be sweet to Hashem, the meal offering of Yehuda and Yerushalayim, like the days of old. like years of old. That Pasuk should be familiar, because it's said at the end of Shmon Esrei, in that little meditation that Yehi Ratzon, at the very end. And that's what we're asking at this time. Okay. And then the Navi goes on to describe what seems to be uh, preparation for messianic times. The Navi proceeds with a discussion of mishpat, judgment that's going to take place for various kinds of sinners whether they're doing black magic or adultery or swearing falsely, uh, withholding people's money, uh, financially oppressing the downtrodden such as the widow, the orphan and, and the gear. And then it goes on to say but nonetheless, um, Klai Yisrael will not perish, because Hashem, at the end of the day, has not changed. Hashem has not turned away from the promise that He made to us. So Hashem um, basically um, tells Klai Yisrael to return to Him. Return to Me, and I'll return to you, says Hashem. Uh, but however, Klai Yisrael responds. So what they say with what should we do Shuva? So this almost seems to hint at the possibility that Shabbos Hagadol, very similar to the counterpart Shabbos Shuvah, the two times a year that we have that giant drasha, the Shabbos Shuvah drasha, the Shabbos Hagadol drasha, and yet in the Shabbos Hagadol haftarah, we have a reference to this uh, this uh, this theme of Teshuva. But okay, the Navi continues, and then all of a sudden, and um, we're going to skip a little bit, but we we, we find where. The Navi warns of the Messianic times to come. <speaking in Hebrew> There's a day that's coming. It's going to be very fiery, like an oven. <speaking in Hebrew> Some, all the bad people are going to be burnt up. <speaking in Hebrew> There's not a, not a single branch is going to be left from them. However, <speaking in Hebrew> those who fear my name, something's going to shine for them. What will it be? Shemesh, <speaking in Hebrew> The sun, stucca of the righteousness. It's going to heal them. At the same sun that's going to burn everything else, it's going to heal them. Fine. Just skipping a little bit more. We have the famous line Zichru Taras Moshe, which we find in Kol Mekadei Shvi'i. Zikrut Taras Moshe. Remember the Torah of Moshe Avdi, who is my servant. And then we hear of another Navi. And he says. So after he says, first remember the Torah of Moshe. Once you've done your part, you remember the Torah of Moshe. And uh, there's actually an interesting idea that uh, some suggest that when it comes to teku, right, when it says in the Gemara that something stands as a question, which stands for, teku stands for tishbi, it's haritz kushos v'abayos, that, that, that tishbi, Eliyahu Hanavi, he's going to answer all of our questions. So I've heard it explained that Eliyahu will only answer the questions in halacha that were left as uh, that were left unanswered in the Gemara. But everything else you're supposed to know on your own. Perhaps the allusion to that is the Pasuk right before, Zichr Teres Moshe, you got to remember the Torah of Moshe. Everything that was explicit and understood, you have to understand that and know that everything else Eliyahu Hanavi is going to come I'm going to send him and this is the famous source also for the idea that that which we say in benching every single day that Hashem is going to send us Eliyahu Hanavi who's remembered for good and he's going to give us the good tidings the good news of salvation and comfort to come Based on what? Because what's going to come? He's going to, he's going to come. Bo, uh, yom Hashem. He's going to come before the day of Hashem. And then what is Elioh Hanavi going to accomplish? He's going to, to he's going to return the hearts of the fathers to the sons. The hearts of the sons to their fathers. Lest the following happen. Other, you know, if that does not happen, if, if Elioh does not come to do all this, then what's gonna happen the alternative is I'm gonna strike the land with utter destruction. You could see why we want it ends with the penultimate puzzle of Hashem yeah. Hagadol Now, what I addressed previously in the real talk Torah Shir on why Shabbos Hagadol is referred to by that name. So if you go back and listen to it, and maybe I'll even post it here, but um, if you go back to the archives and listen to it, one of the approaches that I suggested was an approach that... Ibn Machavin to the Mata Aaron quotes it, B'Shem the Marshal, however the Marshal himself rejected it. Um, he had suggested that the, the, the Haftarah is really named for this penultimate Pasuk, right? Because it says, Lifnei Bo Yom Hashem HaGadol ve'ha'Nora." that Eliyahu Hanavi is going to come before the great and awesome day of Hashem, namely the day of Mashiach, when Mashiach is going to come. And so the Haftarah is named after that. The marshal rejected this because um, usually when you have a Shabbos that's named after its Haftarah, whether it's Shabbos Nachmu, Shabbos Shuvah, Shabbos Chazon, usually the Shabbos is named after one of the words that that opens up the Haftarah. And if that would be the case, then we should call the Shabbos Shabbos Ve'arva, that write the first word in the Haftarah, which says that this, there, will, there will finally be sweetness to the karbon, uh, to the mincha of Yehuda. And that's obviously not the word we've chosen to highlight the name of the Shabbos. We've chosen Haggadah, which is at the end. So one of the reasons I uh, wasn't so convinced by this rejection of, this, of the pshat, was that Arvas mincha Yehuda, mincha Yehuda, to me didn't seem like a very central component to the Haftarah. I would argue that the penultimate pasuk, which is repeated, um, which really grabs our attention, Perhaps speaks to more of what the Shabbos might be about. However, there was an interesting article that I came across by Rabbi Elchanan Samet, who had suggested, based on an Or zarua, he goes through all very, a lot of different approaches as to what uh, where the Shabbos Hagadol Haftarah came from. And and just so you should know that this Haftara. Is read every Shabbos Hagadol. Doesn't matter, you know what what what, what other parsha it, accor- it corresponds to. However, based on an Or Zarua, Rabbi and Sami wanted to suggest one approach that really this Haftorah was designated originally for Parsha Tzav. That there were two different traditions. Um, you know, vying for the choice of Haftarah, that maybe on uh, alternative Shabboses they would, alternative years they would read the different haftarahs. So one Haftarah they would read for Tsav is the one that we discussed last night on this uh, on this Sheer series about the Haftarah from Yirmiya, um, um which uh, which spanned Parakim P- 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 Zion, Ches and Tess. And the other Haftarah was this one. The connection being the reference to the Minchas Yehuda, right? The, the meal offerings. Meal offerings appear in Parsha Tzav the carbon ola, which we discussed in the Yirmia Haftara that we talked about yesterday, so that also appears in Parsha Tsav. So perhaps there's reason for both of these to be used, and perhaps maybe somewhere in tradition it got um, it got we got mixed up and we and went on a week when Tsav co- coincided with Shabbos Hagadol. Maybe that's what happened that we ended up reading this Haftara, and then there was perhaps a thought that the Haftara um, was really a Shabbos Hagadol exclusive. Maybe another variation is that this is really the Haftarah for Parsha Tzav when Tzav coincides with Shabbos HaGadol. Maybe because the other Haftarah has more negative vibes, which we spoke about yesterday. So maybe that's why. However, I point you to the fact that, once again, this Haftarah is read every Shabbos HaGadol. Even, for example, like last year when Shabbos HaGadol coincided not with Parshas Tzav but with Parsha Mitzorah, we uh, still read this Haftarah. Contemporary approaches and uh, approaches of my own included the suggestion that the reason why we read this haftarah is really the connection between Eliyahu Hanavi um, that we find both on Pesach and we find here um, in our haftarah. That uh, and even though it's a it's a much later tradition, the concept of the kosha, Eliyahu and Eliyahu being at the door. It's a much later tradition. I can uh, you know upon request I can cite you the original source of that concept, but it is a, it is a much later source. However. Um, perhaps the source is really based on the Haftarah. Maybe the, the the connection came first from the Haftarah, but the idea being that yes, there there is a connection. That Eliyahu Hanavi, is intrinsically connected to Pesach, and the the tidings of Geulah are connected to Pesach, and for and for perhaps for this reason among others, are Simcha Bunami per Shisrach suggested that Eliyahu was the secret compiler of the Haggadah. We spoke about this on the podcast as well in a Real Talk Torah series. I'm discussing the, sec- the Avodah of the second days, the secret Avodah of the second days of Pesach, which I might also um, share the link to that in the description for this particular shir. So at the moment that you're listening to it, it might already be there. Um, but the, the idea being that Eliyahu Hanavi, he's the one that brought us the Haggadah. And what would be the purpose to connect father and son again, the Mesorah, the tradition, the it to Levincha, the heart-to-heart that, that takes place when father and son engage in the storytelling of Pesach and, and the transfer of Mesorah in the, in the Shal Shalas HaMesorah from generation to generation. And perhaps that is something that connects us to our final Geulah of Mashiach. Now... But I wanted to suggest, just as a final point perhaps, that tells us a little bit more about what the Avodah is. Right? Is Shabbos HaGadol, at least the Haftarah for Shabbos HaGadol, is that supposed to prepare us for Pesach? Or is it perhaps to prepare us for something else? What do I mean? Well, let's return to the question that we addressed earlier, that this Haftarah is not really about Pesach. And it doesn't even have a maftir that's warning us about Pesach. We read that for Shabbos HaChodesh. Right? Parshas HaChodesh, he spoke all about the Hilchus Pesach. There is not a single mention of Pesach in this Haftarah. But if it's not a preparation for Pesach, what is it a preparation for? And if we go back to the suggestion that the Shabbos HaGadol is named after the Yom HaGadol VeHanohra, the great day of Hashem, the great day of Mashiach, and the final Deula, Perhaps what's special about this Shabbos is that this is the Shabbos that anticipates the arrival of Eliyahu Novi, the Shabbos that anticipates the Yom HaGadol VeHanora, the great and awesome day of Hashem. But this is a Shabbos of anticipation of the final Geulah. And if you think about it, that's really what Pesach is about. Right? The Haftar doesn't talk about Pesach per se, but if you look into our Haggadah, which we also have the minhag of reading this Shabbos, isn't that interesting? Why would you have a minhag of reading the Haggadah on Shabbos Haggadol. Now, there were there were some that were against this minhag. I think the Vilna Gon might have been against the minhag of reading the Haggadah on Shabbos Haggadol. But for the widespread minhag of reading it, isn't that strange? We're going to read the whole thing on Pesach. And you might say that reading the Haggadah before Pesach on Shabbos Hagadol is a way of preparing for Pesach. But I wanted to suggest, perhaps simultaneously, alternatively, that reading of the Haggadah on Shabbos Haggadol serves another purpose. And that is to prepare us, hopefully, For what should happen on Pesach And that is not just a retelling of the story Of the time that we once left Mitzrayim So long ago, once upon a time But what Pesach is really about And what I want to argue Is that even Pesach is not really about Pesach Pesach is not about the Pesach that was Right? At least when we get post-Shilchan in our Seder and this is one of the things we discussed in the past, that all the storytelling about the, about the story of Yetzias, Mitzrayim, and Pesach, all of that is within the confines of Magid, and all the symbol the uh, symbolic things that we do before that and after, just before Shulchan Orach, the eating of the Matzah, the Mar, and so on and so forth. But then we have this koreich of Zechariah the Mikdash, and then after Shulchan Aruch, everything seems to be very different. Right, we split halal in half. The Barbanel explains, because the first halal is on B'Tsei Tzalmim Mitzrayim, it's the halal mitzri that we left Egypt. But the whole rest of the Seder is about something else entirely. We should also explain why Eliyahu Hanavi comes late to the Seder. What's he doing at the end of the Seder? The answer is... We are hoping that Eliyahu we're hoping that, that Novi is going to be there at the end to tell us that no, the you know, the, the final ge'ula, the real ge'ula is is, is actually here. If in every generation we're supposed to see ourselves as the in Mitzrayim, then it would not be enough to simply retell an old story and to place ourselves into the past. We have to place ourselves into our destiny, into our hopeful future of the Gula Shlema, which is why, says the Barbanel, we have the second part of Halal at the end of the Seder. And why, perhaps, you might suggest that in Nirzah we have all these songs, a lot of which give panoramic views of history from Chad Gadya and Chad Miodea, according to a lot of the But of course, Adir Hu, which is asking Hashem that Yivne Beisub Akarov and. Of course, Kehilvei that Hashem should rebuild that 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 of that we should return there. So, if all this is true, what Pesach, at least the second half of Seder night, is really about, is that final geulah, Then, of course, it makes sense. Right? just like Machar Chodesh, which is simply saying, by the way, you should know, Rosh Chodesh is tomorrow, and there isn't a maftir for it, right? There isn't there there isn't a special a special passage in Chumash to prepare for it. It's just saying you should know it's coming. There's something special about today. And what's special about today is about what's coming tomorrow, right? A very interesting form of a Haftarah. What's special about today is not really about today in and of itself, but it's about what's coming tomorrow. If that's true, then what is Shabbos HaGadol? Not necessarily in and of itself about what's special today, but what's to come in the hopefully short, um, you know, I'm sure it's future, and that is the Gula Shlema. We are going to see ourselves as though we are leaving because, as we will be leaving. We will be leaving our Godless and we'll be entering that final ge'ula. That is, what, that, that, that is the mindset we're trying to get ourselves into on Shabbos HaGadol. Not preparing for Pesach, per se, but preparing to finish the story. Preparing for what comes after Pesach, hopefully, at the end of the Seder. Right, we already prepared for Pesach on Parshas HaChodesh. That, that was in anticipation of Pesach. Right? And we do that a while in advance at right? the Yacholmei Rosh Chodesh. Just before Rosh Chodesh Nisan, we, we talk about all the Hilchas Pesach in Parshas Chodesh from Parshas Bo, with all the Hilchas Pesach, and the corresponding Haftorah that we discussed from Sefer Yechezkel. But now, right now, we're not concerned about the Pesach that was. On Shabbos HaGadol, we are anticipating the Yom HaGadol the Hanora. At Yom Hashem, that great day of Hashem. The great and awesome day of Hashem. And Eliyahu Hanavi, he's going to be there to let us know that it's coming. Eliyahu is preparing us to see ourselves as though we left because Be'ez Hashem, we will be leaving. He'll be taking us on our way. And that is what I believe is the true connection between this Haftarah and Shabbos HaGadol and perhaps the essence of Shabbos HaGadol. And in a certain sense, that does help us prepare for Pesach, but hopefully not just to run a Seder, but to actually put us into the right frame of mind that we are actually experiencing Geulah. And in that tzchus, we should experience that Geulah. If you enjoy sharing like this and others on the podcast, and if you want to partner up with us with a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the Database Podcast WhatsApp group, for links to every uploaded Sheer to find, share from the archives. And all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase.gmail.com. That's the database, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Until next time, have an absolutely wonderful Shabbos of Gadol, And thank you for joining us here at The Database.